The following is not intended for younger audiences. The opinions expressed do not reflect the views of the podcaster's employers. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy the one and only Two Dudes, One Double Feature. All right now, everyone. Welcome to Two Dudes, One Double Feature, the show in which two dudes... Hello, hey. The show in which two dudes talk two films, and that's about it. I'm Dude One, the head elf. What? I'm the head elf. What are you talking about? I'm the head elf. You told me you wanted to be a dentist. What? You're thinking of my dad. Literally. Oh, yeah, there's some truth to that, yeah. Hi. <laughs> what do you mean your dad was a dentist? Uh, apologies to Chris. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'll delete your response and just leave it blank. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to Two Dudes, One Double Feature. Um, it is the Christmas episode. Of 2023. Woo! What do you mean it's the Christmas episode? <laughs> Don't you mean the holiday episode? Even though we're not. No, I'm 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 appeasing Tim Allen, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you're appeasing Tim Allen? That piece of shit. He's only got Buzz Lightyear and Galaxy Quest. Everything else sucks. <laughs> There's some truth to that. <laughs> no, uh, I'd say a little more than that, but yeah, <laughs> some heavy truth to that. Um, yes, uh, it is the Christmas holiday extravaganza episode, whatever you want to call it. We've done this three times now. How do you feel about that? I mean, I feel like, well, we've done it technically four times, because 2022, 2022, 2023. Well, I can't do math. (laughs) We've been doing it for three years. Yeah. You know, but we've done it four times. What do you... That's last time. (laughs) That's going to kill my voice. (laughs) 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 Just, it keeps happening. Um, Yes, uh, four, pardon my uh, mistake. Here we are. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. Here, here we are. the The main event. the The main event, quote unquote, of the year. Um, how you doing? <laughs> I guess we just jump right into that. No, no uh, easy segue. Um, are you ready for? Are you ready for the holidays? Are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> well, uh, I'll just you know. I, I think I said this last time. Like we we've all had varying illnesses in the in in this house. Yeah. Um, you know, like I was sick. My mom and my brother have been sick. They're on. They're getting better. I'm getting better. But it's all spent. Luckily, we did a lot of stuff. You know, 
earlier in the season, uh, which is always very helpful because then when you, if you do feel under the weather, you're not totally scrambling at the last minute. There you go. I think I've said, I don't know if it might, I have a new job opportunity, which is good, but I have to go back to school basically. So my free time next, uh, for the next couple of months is going to be shot. So, so I'm what, trying to, f- so what you're saying so. is school's back for Joey. Yes, it is. Um, you know, it's what it's what it is, and so I'm gonna, I'm trying to look for a way to, to streamline the show a little more as far as the editing process, because um, uh, that is one of the things that takes up a lot of a lot of time, obviously, for both Richard and myself, because I edit them. Richard put you know listens to them, gives his notes. Yeah, I I, I every every I, like it's funny like you you think I'd care more about how long these are. But I don't. <laughs> but then when I listen to it, I'm like, "Oh yeah, this one's long." <laughs> yeah, some, some of them feel some of them feel longer than others, admittedly. But it's what it is. Um, <clears throat> but <clears throat> yeah, so th- that's that's what's going on right now uh, with with that. So that's also one of the things I'm glad about with this week's episode is that the two mo- things we're talking about in question are super short. Yeah, it's still it's still the early December too. By the way, <laughs> like like this will be out closer to Christmas, but like we're just getting this. We're just not, I don't want to say we're getting this done because it makes it sound like we're just like throwing it away. Like, but we're no. we're working on it sooner rather than later. So that's no, nice. there's 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 a practical reason why we're doing this now. Um, yeah. You know, and it, it's it's one of those instances where we actually did it as a double feature and watched them back to back because. Normally with our movies we have to split it up in nights and or sometimes we watch it separately. It's probably like an hour and twenty minutes for the whole thing. Maybe a little bit more. Yeah. A little over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean in in other news, I don't know if I said this on the show, but Allison's coming down to Jersey for Christmas. Which think, is extreme Oh. Uh, you told me, but I don't know if you mentioned it on the show. So I'm like, wait prob- a minute, did I, I hear probably this before? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Uh but she is, and uh that's that's very ex- it's extremely exciting. Nice. Um you know, and because she was thinking about doing Thanksgiving, but Thanksgiving didn't work out, and luckily Christmas uh, did work out. Which Do you is have nice. plans? Are you guys gonna go like into the city? Are you guys gonna? Uh, yeah, we're gonna, home? we're gonna. We're, we're gonna obviously. Well, she's gonna have some days where she's working. Um, she's able to do you know work remotely with her job on some days, which is nice. Um, yeah. And we're gonna go in the city to see Shucked. Um, to see what? And Shucked. Oh, sorry, it skipped. So I, all I heard was "ucked," and I'm like, "What are you? What?" I was really hope I was there was some, a lot of different words, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> from "ucked" that you could come. Ucked. I'm like, "What Plucked. are you talking about?" Plot tucked. Sure. <laughs> I mean, you know, um... <laughs> sorry, it's just funny. It's all right. Um... <laughs> And I know here. Here's the other thing I'll say too: the holidays I think are are really difficult for you and I for a very specific reason. We buy a lot of the discs that we want already because we know what we want. Yeah, generally speaking. <laughs> um, so I've I've had the Sting come in on 4K, one of the Universal Essentials sets. Very nice set. I didn't get to f- finish rewatching the movie today. Hopefully, I'll do that after the recording. 
Yeah. Uh, I actually played on my 4K TV, which would be nice. Oh. My Columbo, uh, the Kino Lorber Columbo set, the 70s era came in. Uh, some of the cases were damaged, you know, and that's sadly what happens. But I'm very excited nonetheless. I ordered some replacement cases for those. And, um, gosh, what else? Is anything else coming for me? I'm not, I, you know, it's hard, it's hard to keep track. Uh, yeah, that, that's all that's really been going on right now is just work, making sure everybody is, is reasonably healthy and doing tiny Christmas, Christmas shopping things here and there. There you go. When I can. Um, how are you doing? Uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> content okay <laughs> um what have i done recently i mean i've been playing the new avatar game which oh yeah we mentioned in the last episode i'm i don't know how far in i am i don't know how how much materials in the game but uh you know i got i got my my navi you don't get to pick a name for the navi but you get to like make them however you want and i and i and i emphasize them because there isn't really much of like a like there's like gender specific things but you can also make it gender ambiguous which is kind of cool yeah and they they even had a non-binary voice actor do one of the voices which i thought was a really cool inclusion that's nifty um and so uh so yeah so you're just kind of roaming around i'm just kind of i'm just kind of roaming around pandora and i I, i'm flying on my ekron you know so and i suggested to joey that we gotta find some kind of time to play it and stuff, but obviously he's got, he's busy. He's got stuff going on, which has made me worry because I worry about my friend. And there's so many times I see like messages or anything, and I'm like, is Joey okay today? I hope he is. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I just want you to know. That I have been thinking about my friend the last couple of days, just wondering if he's okay, because he seemed either a little down in the dumps or a little stressed, and I'm like, I don't want that for my friend, and so I hope everything's okay with you, and I genuinely I'm okay. mean that. I, I, I appreciate that. <laughs> it meant, it meant, I don't just, it actually this is how sense. men talk on podcasts. This is how we unleash our emotions. <laughs> Did you watch the Adam Driver SNL of course I did. <laughs> See, that, what? Well, the, the beep beep that killed me. No, beep beep. <laughs> Do you want to die tonight? <laughs> no, think... we can't interfere when someone initiates the beep beep. <laughs> I think the baby one was probably my favorite. Just no. you mean the Peppa Pig device? That's all I want. <laughs> yeah, I, I, knew, I when I saw <laughs> when I watched that one, I'm like, yeah, we're just gonna get a kick out of this one. Uh, and SNL has been kind of on a decline just because they lost so many cast members. I think, I wonder if it had anything to do with like some of the like allegation stuff that was surrounding Horatio Sands because they were like really going for like a lot like Jimmy Fallon. They were going for Lauren Michaels. And so maybe they were like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not just spitballing, but maybe there was, uh, you know, some people there like going, I don't know if I feel comfortable about this. So they're like, let's just get the hell out of Dodge. Cause they, they, they lost a lot of cast members. Yeah. It's, it's like, I, you know, there's, there's so many like faces, I guess I've recognized from recently, but like, it's hard. Cause like, you've had, you had, you know, yeah, so much turnaround, I guess. Um, yeah. I mean, but... Keenan's still there. So he's the most reliable <laughs> my, my, one. Keenan make, makes my mom so happy. <laughs> you know what? Shout out to Keenan Thompson for making Patty happy. That's all that matters. It's, uh, 
what was that? Was it the Emma Stone one where, where like she wins Speedy the Tortoise uh, on the game show? I didn't see. It. I didn't. I gotta watch some of her. Emma, Emma Stone. Did I say yeah. Emma, Tom, Emma Stone? Um, no, I, you I, said Emma Stone. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, I. I, I got. Uh, but she she answers this question in a quiz show. She gets this like really old uh, this, this this tortoise. <laughs> it's like you just won Speedy. Oh wait, I think I might have seen that one. It was it like it was like the the host's actual pet. It was like in its seventies or yes. something. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, <laughs> I, think I did see that one. <laughs> but this is not an SNL podcast. I, we want to hear well, Dude One. Um, I, oh, I appreciate that. Um, you know what? Here, this is Christmassy because this is okay. our Christmas episode. So I I know I mentioned this. I think I mentioned this. Um, I have a friend at work. Uh, shout out to Mackenzie. Um, and her and I have been exchanging movies to watch. Oh. So, like, um, she watched, uh, the first and second Paddington movies, and she loved them. Good. So, and then in exchange for those two, I watched the first and second Mamma Mia movies. Oh, that's how you watch the Mamma Mia movies. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. The first one, it's okay. The second one, actually not bad. Mm. Like. That's what I've heard. Lily James, holy shit! Yeah, <laughs> like I, I already knew she was like an amazing like talent, but like she just tore that movie in half. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just. Um, and I know there were some people, and what was crazy, I didn't realize there was like a ten year difference, like gap between the first and the second one, because I remember the first one came out, I think, at the same time as The Dark Knight. Yeah, like Iron Man. So like I was I'm obvious I was obviously in a Batman haze that year. <laughs> and I graduated. So <laughs> Right. High school graduation and Batman haze just completely made me not think of Mamma Mia's existence, but I knew it came out. And then like ten years later they make a second one and I'm like, What? And then what was funny is too is that Julia Walters is in both the Mamma Mia movies and the Paddington movies. So that was kind of a funny little connection. Little connection, yeah. Um, and then recently, uh, she watched Krampus, because I told her to watch Krampus. Oh. She liked it a lot. Though I, I liked her reaction, because she watched the... She had no clue what the movie was. Mm-hmm. So she sees, like, the opening, like... Half, she, I, it might have been a half hour. Like, opening maybe, like, 15, 20 minutes. And... Because we talked about it in the show. You guys know... Um, she, she was like, how is this a, a horror movie? This just seems like a regular Christmas movie. Then the shit starts happening. She's like, okay, I get it now. <laughs> so I'm like, that's, that's the best reaction I think you could have had for that movie. Honestly. Yeah. Just like that, that, that like turnaround just immediately you're watching and going, this just seems like vacate, like Christmas vacation or, you know, it just seems like a generic Christmas movie. And then, da da da. <laughs> You know, a movie I think is is really like that. Like the one of the best movies to go in without knowing anything is Parasite. Oh uh, yeah, that one. That one just like immediately, and I still think about the eyes. <laughs> oh, the eyes are. I think that that is my sleep paralysis <gasps> oh! demon. Balloons, balloons. I just. Oh yeah, this was that uh, we learned uh, when we did our friendsgiving that I because I have an iPhone I can do like different things. So like I can do the heart. Yeah. This is this is why we would need to like figure out how to do video with the messenger because then I can just do all that. Um, but yeah. no, she she watched Krampus and she really liked it. And in exchange, she was like, "I want you to watch like my favorite movie or like one of my favorite. It's like a comfort movie." I'm like, "What's that?" She goes, "The Polar Express." 
You have never seen the Polar Express? I've never seen the Polar Express. Wow. I knew it I knew it had a lot of Tom Hanks. <laughs> and I knew the animation style was interesting. <laughs> that was the extent of my knowledge of the Polar Express. But um it was funny it was funny cuz like the older generation at work cuz this is, you know, that's that's how I know her. Um the older generation at work, they look at Polar Express and they're like, "We don't need that." <laughs> But then, like, like a lot of the younger kids, like 17, 18-year-old kids, um, they're all like, you've never seen the Polar Express? It's so good. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that that makes so much sense. <laughs> you know? So I watched that when I got home last night. And it was nice because it was only, like, an hour and a half long. Yeah. Um, so much Tom Hanks. And yeah. listen, Colonel Tom Parker is scary. But I might be more afraid of the conductor. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> like, first off, dude's got a magic train that abducts children. Red flag. Um, <laughs> he keeps them on the train and takes them to the to the North Pole. And then the only reason the one, like, uh, the main kid, who's also Tom Hanks, <laughs> but also, I think, a spy kid as well. Uh, so... <laughs> It's interesting. Animation's fun that way. Um, so, like, he can't, like, there's a whole plot point where the kid can't hear sleigh bells because he's, like, skeptical about Santa Claus. And then he's like, oh, I, yeah. And he's like, I believe. And then he could finally hear it. And I'm like, I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a personal thing. I understand there's the Christmas aspect of it. But also, I just, I think, I think any kind, any kind of, like, it, it, you have to believe for it to work or something like that. I don't know. I don't that it's too that's too religious for me. This is a little ugh. But I hey I can't take you to a stage version of Peter Pan where the what what where they ask you to shout that you believe in fairies. No, they would die. <laughs> I can't clap my I can't clap my hands for a Tinkerbell now. <laughs> Though admittedly the difference between Tinkerbell and Santa is I feel like Santa would start a religious cult. <laughs> Tinkerbell would just be angry because everyone's trying to take Peter Pan's attention. She'd be like, No, that's my f- No! Leave him alone! He's mine! <laughs> Tinkerbell's just a more realistic person. <laughs> Tinkerbell just makes sense to me. So maybe I would clap for Tinkerbell, but not for Santa. <laughs> Or you wouldn't clap for Tinkerbell, but not for the reasons um, that people would think. <laughs> Just no, <laughs> not doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it was it was entertaining, admittedly at times. Like there was there was aspects of it that I'm like, all right, this isn't bad. Um, like some of the, I still think Robert Zemeckis had had at least at that time, like uh, his a good sense of like thrill. So like and and with the use of the animation like being able it's kind of like when we watched um uh Tintin and how like there was that added level of of thrill that could had with animation because there's like some more unrealistic things we could do and the camera can like go to certain places that it couldn't with live action without doing CGI. Right. So so those parts were kind of cool. I liked the one kid Billy you know the little kid that you know no one talked to, and you know the the one the one little girl is like let's let's go let's go see how Billy's doing. Make sure he's okay. And he got his present that he wanted, and it was yeah. so exciting. I was like, I was happy for Billy. I liked Billy. Sure. Um, did you ever <clears throat> um, did you ever read the uh, the book or look at the book, Chris Van? Like those Chris Van Allsburg, um Didn't he also do Jumanji like, and he did and, and those Zathura are some and all of those- that. 
beautiful looking books and they're books i've been meaning to get for my collection um but no yeah i that was uh that was an, it was not cranks so that's a very that's a win in general which is funny because they came out like the same time they did I, and i remember as a kid i did not want to see polar express i did not like polar express i still don't like polar express yeah it's not child i you know, it was. It's not perfect, but I, no. I I went in with like an open mind, and I wanted to give the movie it uh its its due and see how I felt sure. about it. And mm-hmm. um, it was okay. You know, I didn't yeah. I, I didn't hate it. And then right, uh, my and then I told my friend about it, and she was like, "Well, I'm glad you gave it a chance." And I'm like, "There you go." I mean, that's all you can really you know, you, all you can really do. But speaking of having a weird time with Christmas stuff. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes. This is where I, I'm the villain. I, I am now the villain. Why are you the villain? Because I'm the guy staring at you without his eyes. Hold on, wait, just, wait. I'm, I'm the pale man. Do, do you feel the intent? <laughs> Not really, because I know I'm still scarier. So you think. <laughs> I disagree. I'm the one that says things that you are like, what did he just say? <laughs> I think that almost goes a little bit above the stare. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll agree to disagree. I mean, um, agree that you're wrong. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> listen, Richard, it's okay that you're wrong. We're gonna talk about. I mean, I mean, it's not okay the... that you're wrong. We need to fix this. <laughs> Raked <Rankin> bass. <laughs> More like, what an ass. <laughs> Did you just look at a mirror and say that? Yeah, for sure. It makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, we agree on something. So, um, we're, 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 today um, is kind of, this is kind of like the, the, the Dracula Frankenstein episode where it serves multiple purposes. A, these are two very important specials. And B... They are very short, so it makes our lives a little easier. There is that. Though I I think I may have had a better time with the other one. This we'll, is true. We'll get into that, I'm sure. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But uh what is I know we were kinda like we were kind of already going into it until whatever just happened happened. But what is our first feature today joe denny dan wait you've never you've never heard of rudolph the red-nosed reindeer <laughs> no <laughs> he's, he's the most famous reindeer of all and i've never heard of him <laughs> the most famous reindeer of all who's still in, in uh copyright <laughs> <laughs> that no but i want to i want to just talk about that briefly because so many christmas movies with like santa claus as a character that i'm like where is rudolph and it's so frustrating. As I mean, not now. I don't care. But when I was younger, I'm like, "Where's Rudolph? He's the most famous reindeer." And you know, years later, it's like, "Oh, it's because of copyright," <laughs> and that sucks. So now, like, I feel like the only time I, I feel like Rudolph has shown up in a couple of things or some sort of like Rudolph adjacent thing. It, it's usually something where it's specifically Rudolph, like Rudolph shiny new year. There was the good times Rudolph movie that was shown in theaters, uh, that 
bombed really hard. Oof. And then, of course, there's this. The good old, good old classic uh, TV special, right? Yeah. Yes, TV yeah. special, which will be celebrating its um, 70th birthday next year. And to that, I say, happy birthday! Mm. Mm. I felt appropriate. I, I, I respect that. Very nice. Thank you. Um, so, I, I, and this is an episode that is definitely, like, is going to be interesting because <laughs> you, I, have, I watch these religiously every year. I don't watch them necessarily on TV because sometimes the times they're going to come on TV, I'm not in the mood. So, I, I've owned these on some format or another, DVD, Blu-ray, VHS, my mm-hmm. whole life. You know, so I've, I've never known a Christmas without these movies, unlike previous generations where it's like, you know, just under 70, you know, so, well, 70 years ago, like, um, you know, these things did not exist. Um, but for you, you have not seen these in full properly since you were a child. Is this correct? More, more or less. When, uh. I was a kid, like, it It was on, and I watched, like, specifically Rudolph, I watched, um, but it wasn't, like, something I watched all the time, and I think, I think I just didn't latch on to them the way other people maybe did. Right. Like, I thought, like, it made me know who Rudolph was, that was kind of it, like, I didn't immediately start going, like, oh, Rudolph's great, like, I didn't become, like, a fan or anything, I was just immediately, like, oh, Rudolph, I know Rudolph. He's red nosed yep. reindeer, and it made it. And it, like I do think of this when I when I hear the song, or I think of the song, or I think of Rudolph, or I see a reindeer, I immediately think of this. So like, you know, there's no question that it's a part of the culture. It's a part of our our lives in some capacity. But as far as my personal like connection to it, it's, it's not a lot there for me personally. Yeah. So. And that's, that's, that's just, I imagine some people are like, what? You didn't, what, what do you mean? What, what are you talking about? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, I had one more in there. Um, but, uh, no, yeah, I just didn't, like, I know of it, I've seen it, I know some of the, like, aspects of it, but I never really, like, latched on to it. Sure, that's fair. Um... But yeah, this is kind of like the famous version, even though like the it's weird to think that the song itself, or at least the character, has existed like nineteen since nineteen thirty nine, mm-hmm. which is weird yeah. to think about. Um, and it's it's one of those things where I think my, one of my things for me is that I think Rankin Bass does a really good job with having like a distinct visual style, and like the, all the characters are mem- are memorable looking. Like, even characters who don't show up that often. Like, I remember the, the jelly gun, you know, <laughs> on, on the island. And then uh, it was a King uh, King Moonraiser. Um, that was know, that and, was pretty cool, King Moonraiser. It's like, it makes you think of, like, Wizard of Oz in that way. Mm-hmm. Where it, it's a very, like, because, like, again, both movies are made pre-CGI, obviously. Everything is either physical or a painting or some type of animation of some sort. So yeah. everything is, like, handmade. And I think there's there's such an incredible appeal with stop motion um, in that respect. Um, and I especially think about, like, that with the Bumble, where the Bumble used to scare me as a kid. 
like the roars were like real. I mean, they used those like those roars sound like the ones that were in the the 70s King Kong movie. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> You know, and it was just like, it's this physical thing. Whereas like today it would be, if you did that, it would be a computer effect. And there's so, a lot of computer, there are a lot of computer effects out there that are great, but I do think there is something to the, to the stilted physical practical nature of stop motion. Um, and we also went over this too with um, Santa Claus is coming to town, which is, is has been documented as a, a favorite of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I just like seeing that world and all that. I think was, that's really, was that the first know. or the second time we talked to like the first or second Christmas episode? Well, no, the first Christmas episode was Batman returns and the holidays, the star Wars holiday, holiday special. special. Yeah. So and then literally, some... yeah. Cause like, and I think that in our first year or two, we talked about Grinch and Krampus and then like year two, we talk. I know we talked about it was Klaus and uh, Kla- Klaus and Santa Claus is coming to town. Um, yeah, it, it, you know, but it, it, again, it's like it's kind of like yeah. You know, I think Wizard of Oz is better, obviously, but like it's kind of like thinking about Wizard of Oz, where it's like it's hard for me to like like I I see the flaws in this thing, mm-hmm. but it's it's just like this is what it is, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is the special, but I still like have fun like shit posting about it because like. Rudolph's dad and Santa are assholes. <laughs> Let's just that that is the, that is the that's all you can say about them. They are terrible. They they don't really ever redeem themselves ever. Like not really. No. No. Like like Donner the whole time. The the fact that I forgot that Donner was his dad was kind of like like literally one of the one of the, you know, eight reindeer Donner is Rudolph's dad, at least in this version. I don't know if it's like canon in the lure or whatever. Right. <laughs> like, like, like I'm just matching like people like on Tumblr. Like this is the Rudolph lure. If anyone gets it wrong, then they're pieces of shit. <laughs> You're disgracing the legacy of Johnny Marks, Richard. How does that make you feel? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um, it's the same way I but feel he's about terrible. a child. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But but he's terrible. Like he's put he puts he puts dirt on Rudolph's no in Rudolph's nose on his nose. He gives him a nose cap, which is awkward and probably unco- and like Rudolph. He like kind of talks like this, but then when he gets the he kind of talks like this because he has to cover his nose because he's yeah. not allowed to do it or else he you know he can't show his nose or else he can't play in the reindeer games. He yeah. can't hang out with Ben Affleck at the reindeer games. <laughs> Ben Affleck is not in the special, just so no. you know. <laughs> but no. though, admit, admittedly, when I see like the like a like a picture, or someone mentions that movie that he did called Reindeer Games. I'm like, oh, Rudolph. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I think Ben Affleck would make a great comet, like the uh, the gym instructor reindeer. It would be really all funny. right, everyone. You just if if Ben Affleck can do like the the Inspector Gadget get smart voice. <laughs> that would be pretty amazing. Yes. Um. But yeah, Do- Donner uh doesn't redeem himself the whole time. Like he's like ashamed of his kid for his nose, and then it, uh, towards the end of the thing, when it turns out Rudolph can actually help people with his nose, uh, he's like, "I knew the whole time, my kid is special." Like, shut up. You, 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 you. Are not a dad. <laughs> you might but be. It's a he ma- might be his father, yeah. but you ain't his daddy. 
Yeah. Like, listen, like, uh, Rudolph is a movie where, where he, he, the most likable people are his found family, basically. Yeah, you got, like, you got obviously... Hermie, the dentist, uh, the elf yeah. dentist. Um, you got Yukon. Uh, Yukon. Mush! Mush! <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Like, like, like you know, he's got Hermie a gun. Wants to be a dentist. <laughs> yes. I, I, I always think about Yukon. He just has a gun. It's just, yeah, that's, he, he that's another it. thing, too. W- would a holiday special have that today? No. Uh, it's just one of those weird, <laughs> no, it wouldn't. <laughs> no. Just wholesome holiday fun. I got to go. <laughs> you, you, wholesome holiday fun or else. No. Um, uh, it actually made me think of uh, Big Jim from uh, The Gold Rush. Oh, He's like yeah. the big guy who's with Chaplin, and he goes crazy. <laughs> Is that was was he there when the house was like on the side of the, the cliff? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like after like some calm shit, and then that shows up. You're like, what the fuck? I remember. I'll never forget that. That was so funny. Um, or that your reaction to that was great. <laughs> but like, you know, they're they're trying to they're like these you know because then you have the island of misfit toys where they have all their various things, you know. And the messaging, it's like, they feel like it was almost like an, it, they were trying to do like an anti-bullying or like, hey, everybody has like differences, a, a differences or a purpose, but it's more towards how can those differences help me? Because I want to see a modern Rudolph adaptation where Rudolph flat out tells Santa, fuck you, Christmas is canceled. <laughs> like a big old middle finger. Big old, you know what? There's one, there's, uh, you're going to be surprised to hear me say this. Um, there's one thing that uh, Nightmare Before Christmas has over Rudolph is that, what is that Zero, who is kind of the Rudolph of that story, he just, he just happens to have a glowy nose and they don't care. And then he helps them at the end. So they like, he's like, Zero, my loving ghost dog. I love you. Wow. Your nose is bright. Would you, would you guide my sleigh? And he's like, Arr! all right. <laughs> yeah, like Ru- Rudolph, like oof, just, just, just not, just his his parental figure, adult figures. Also, the, the, like Mrs. Claus make is it wants Santa to be fat, which I always I always thought was weird as a kid, and I didn't even notice it till watching this time around too, because like he's super thin, <laughs> and then by the end of it, he's fat again. You're like, oh wow, okay, <laughs> yeah. Also, I I completely forgot that Rudolph grew up. Oh yeah, <laughs> like just like Bambi, I'm like, oh wow, because you're so because obviously the the imagery of like Rudolph as a kid with like the little with the little antlers and then his nose and doing going on adventures and stuff like that's the most. It's even on the box for like the yes. the set you sent me, so it's like the mm-hmm. most iconic image of of Rudolph. But then like at, by the end of the thing, he's like. I, I, maybe not an adult, but he's older. Yeah, he's more like a, a adolescent, uh, teen, like you know, a, young yeah. adult, like kind a, of thing. A YA novel of a person. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think you know, obviously, all of those things are like valid. And you were also looking this up too that Hermie was apparently a gay icon. That's what somebody, I. That's, some people. That's what I've been seeing, and I and you know what? Props to him. <laughs> Because he's like, I want to be a dentist. I don't want to be an elf. Yeah. Because that, because like that's his whole thing. Like it's like that's like, you can also like you know look at Rudolph as sort of like a like a sort of allegory for that as well. Like someone born 
a certain way and everyone's like ew and then he like finds a community for himself and everyone around him and they're all accepting of each other so i think in that in that context it's it does a pretty good job i don't i doubt that was ranked bass's intent <laughs> i think i think the characters that are rudolph like you know they're able to find a purpose or something you know but like rudolph is just like you know, all the you are going back to work for this this <laughs> asshole. You know, but see, I think if if Hermes was a better friend, I think Hermes would have been like, "No, don't go back there." Yeah, but <laughs> don't you know, do that you at all. Wrap these things up. You only have like fifty <laughs> minutes, guys. Come on. Plus, like you know, there's the was there's the song. You got to follow the song. The song's the script. <laughs> like, well, be, yeah, that's the th- that's what's so, so funny is that like with this and our next m- movie. They, the whole the song is the story. Yes. So you're they're trying to expand <laughs> this whole thing into like 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 a a, len- a much lengthier thing than what it was. I'm waiting for the Rankin Bass Jingle Bells adaptation. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Where is it? I know it I know it's likely not happening, but Rankin Bass, please make it anyway. <laughs> I know it's um, impossible, but make it anyway. <laughs> I'm trying to think what else is like Obviously, like, I mean, obviously this had influence on other things. I mean, Elf, like the opening of Elf. Even just the, the design of Buddy. Like, it looks yes. just like the, 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 the what are you doing? <laughs> like that guy. It looks just like that which, guy. Which we noticed he had, like, two different voices. He had his Santa voice <laughs> his, his, his hard-ass <laughs> boss voice. <laughs> that was the funniest thing. Just like, all right, everyone, let's show Santa what we practiced. And then Santa leaves. What was that? <laughs> what is that shit? <laughs> like he swore yeah. at it too, which is right. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, yeah. I'm just trying what to a two-faced elf. <laughs> very two-faced elf. Very, very. No. Um, no. Here, here. I have a question for you. Yeah. Sure. So you obviously you have a like a big like connection with this because you used to watch it like when you were a kid a yes. lot. Watching yes. it now, when you when you do you still feel those same feelings? You get like a heavy nostalgia and like like what do you feel when you watch the the, the special now? Well, I still there's the shit posting obviously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like because like I know there was like like meme memeable moments like in the movie too that you're like, ha, huh, there here it comes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, but like. Like, like, outside of that, though. Well, you know, because again, I, I always, I, I do find a comfort in this, in, in certain things, like, you know, that have were a bit around since my parents were kids. Yeah. And then this thing will be around if, if I have kids, you know, and it's like, it, it, there is kind of like a, a comfort in that. And also just something, because I think that's the thing with like Christmas. Christmas is sort of like the ultimate, um, like comfort holiday because or it should be with it should be (laughs) you know right yeah um ideally but basically i'm like you know there are people talk about like you know you re-watch movies or re-watch certain tv shows or re-listen to songs because you know how they play out and knowing how they play out is a comfort you know so like nothing seeing that everything ever seeing that everything works out in the end and just knowing that it works out is is a comfort but also um, we haven't mentioned him yet. Burl Ives, you know, I mean, ha- there's all, there's a handful of people who are really the voice of the season, mm-hmm. you know, with all the songs that he does in, in Rudolph. I mean, Holly Jolly Christmas, um, definitely one of my favorite Christmas songs for sure. Um, 
and like I have like we I have an ornament of him his character. I, I love Sam the Snowman, who sort of has like a. I mean, he's not he's not in Elf, but he's like there's like a version like a like you a, know yeah. like a take on him. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, for me, it it definitely still it still holds up as far. It, it definitely is rose colored glasses, but it's it's also like it, it it's like it's the same thing. And, uh, I, I, it's like, again, it's like seeing the same Christmas decorations come up. You're like, oh, I haven't seen this in a year. It's like, and again, like as a kid, that was always a special thing too. Cause it's like, we had all these tapes obviously. And you know, I, you know, watch, you know, jungle book ad infinitum or beauty, the beast, you know, on and on and on. But like the holiday ones, you can only watch for one month and that's it. You can't watch them any other time of the year. And Have you ever watched, like, like this is like uh, nothing to do with this. Just, just a random question. Have you ever watched a Christmas movie in like. May, not counting no. like the movies that are set in Christmas. not like, like not counting Die Hard or Nice yeah. Guy, like a, like a, like like, like a full on like this is about Christmas. No, no, it's yeah. it's just like for me like the earliest would be like excuse me November, um, November I would do that. But also too like again going back to like that comfort thing like the end of the movie where where they are where they rescue the misfit toys from having to spend another year on the, on the Island. And then like just seeing the sleigh fly off, you know, it's rudimentary, but it just, it's so cool to see that, to see that piece fly. And even though Santa's been at, been an asshole <laughs> for, you know, some of the movie, it, it still brings cover when, when he's like waving at the screen. Cause I love that design of Santa too. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, when he's Merry Christmas. Christmas and you hear the and mu- music da, 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 and it, you know, plays out and, uh, yeah, your heart grows three sizes. It, it's, it's very nice. <laughs> All right. That's good. I'm, I'm glad, like at the very least, like I'm, I, I can apply this to both of these movies actually, but like at least at the very least, like you get something out of it. Yeah. Know, still. Cause like. Yeah, I think I've definitely over the years like nostalgia doesn't work as well for me as it used to. Because mm. like there's like there's obviously things that I still love, but um and like you like you like with you with like some things with this particular piece, but like there's movies that I loved when I was younger that I'll be like, well, you know, this part of this part, this part, this part, it's not great or this isn't the best thing ever, but the nostalgia aspect is still there, and you're like, oh, this is still really fun. Um, yeah. But at the same time, like, I feel as time has gone on, like, nostalgia hasn't, like, held sway as much as it used to for me for some things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, I can, like, I can, it's crazy. Like, I can probably watch a movie that I loved dearly or, like, I thought I loved, like, you know, years ago. Then I watch it now and I'm like, what is this shit? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I can't, immediately I can't think of an example, but I feel like I've I've gotten to a point like that where I'm like, I don't. I don't know if nostalgia is really as strong. Listen, a case, a, case, a good case to be made. Uh, I still don't like the Flash movie, <laughs> and yet there's a big nostalgia factor in that one for me. And yeah. yet I, I walked away from it going, I hate it. <laughs> but um, but no, like there was what was sort of weird though. Watching Rudolph was that things were starting to come back, like mm. remembering. Um, like Moonraiser actually, like like which if I watched it, I'd be like, who the 
who is this guy and why isn't he in more of the movie but <laughs> what is this no I, I i think i think my first thought was actually like is this like gonna be like lion witch in the wardrobe where he's god <laughs> he's just a lion <laughs> but maybe um do not speak of the deep magic witch <laughs> i was there when it was written i've never seen the movie but i'm assuming that's cool <laughs> <laughs> I only know him. I've seen the movie, but I only know it because it's a meme. <laughs> it all comes full circle. <laughs> I have rose-colored glasses, and everything is a meme. <laughs> I, I have part of one of those things. <laughs> this is what makes this show a good format, because you get different mixtures of things. But that's also why I wanted to bring this one up because I knew we would not, I knew we would not land on the same page on this one, no. and that's perfectly cool. I'm like, this was the, the scenario I predicted, <laughs> um, but I still think it, it is important to to look at this. I think um, I think of the because we've watched technically four Rankin Bass for the show if you count uh, our annual tradition because I know we've talked about it. Not officially, yes. but we've talked about it. Um, of the the immaculate piece of art that is uh, Cricket on the Hearth. <laughs> what you've never heard of Cricket on the Hearth? Um, but uh, see, see, but now you will have a new nostalgia for Cricket on the Hearth. <laughs> oh, when I was in my thirties. <laughs> like you, you'll you'll be like um, uh, in the heart oh. of. <laughs> like I'll be in my seventies. We're still doing this show. <laughs> oh God! And I'll just be like, "Yeah, I think the most traumatic thing I saw in a film—I don't know why I turned into Elvis—the most traumatic thing I ever heard of film once was when a, a crow, a dog, and a monkey were murdered by a sea captain." <laughs> Rudolph needed a scene where where um where Paul Freeze goes. I have your pay right here. <laughs> and then, and then Herbie's just dead, and he doesn't show up for us. Like, like, what was that shit? Uh, <laughs> no. Also, I, I will. Yeah. I, I don't mean to cut you off. Um, no, no, no. One thing I did notice as well is like I didn't like knowing Cricket on the Hearts' existence. Mm -hmm. Oh, also, I was going to say, I think Rudolph's probably my favorite outside of the ones that we've watched for the show. Gotcha. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. I wanted to put that out there before I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but what was funny is like obviously we're you and I are especially me have become so familiar with Cricket on the Hearth and how weird it is, and we actually showed our friend mm -hmm. Wikey it recently, and now he knows how weird it is. I didn't yeah. realize Rudolph was as weird <laughs> at times or as so. So Rudolph gets a bit of a gets a bit of like a. A punch up for that very reason because it's strange <laughs> it is strange it is. dude it makes me want to show you a mad monster party because it's, it's also it's strange got, it's also strange there's a, per, a pervy peter lori zombie oh francesca mm. <laughs> icky <laughs> and the main hero sounds like jimmy stewart and he also ends up playing most of the monsters. Oh, do you want me to? You want me to get you the moon? Oh, let me just howl at it, and it'll come right down. And then Boris Karloff is there too, and Phil mm. Stiller. <laughs> <laughs> but you, but you, but the weirdness factor is definitely there. I mean, you have K King Moonraiser is not 
in the song. There's a Charlie in the box. There's a jelly, the jellyfish gun. The, the, I like the, the jelly. The, set you on. the jelly gun. <laughs> the jelly gun. What the fuck is that? The, the, what makes it worse is that it, it's 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 animate. <laughs> it talks. It's got a face on the handle. What? <laughs> I, I there there is that. Um, the sinking I, ship. The, the, the sinking that see that's the worst one. The other toys, I'm like, okay, fine. The cowboy rides an ostrich is kind of badass. Though, what what would be what's so terrible though? When I thought of this, that's I only thought about this because Titanic just got a 4K re- recently, and I've been watching it. But yeah. if if I if I got that toy when I was in like seven, like in like 97, 98, I would have played with it. But like, oh no, we can't get off the boat. So oh horrible. man, it is horrible. It is. My little oh. library book forgetting to return ass. <laughs> but also, like Yukon Cornelius is looking for silver and gold. Like he, and then the, well, the other guy wants to be a dentist. Like very, very surreal. And then it leads into a song, "Silver and Gold," which I love that song, but it's just like what. what? <laughs> 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 and then and then the worst the craziest thing is that the head elf has a goatee. <laughs> like, what the fuck? No I'm kidding. It's not the worst thing. <laughs> it, it, it's very it's very strange, uh, for sure. <laughs> it, it's it's very odd. But like it is kind of funny that like because I didn't because because maybe it's because did we because we watched Santa Claus before we watched Hearth, right? Yes. So yes, maybe that's why I didn't notice anything straight. Like, but like, I didn't feel like that sort of funny weirdness with Santa Claus that I felt with Hearth, and then this. Yeah, you, you know that's that's a that's a fair point actually. Like in comparison to to Rudolph in Cricket, it plays it pre- the story pretty straight. Yeah, like, the Winter war- Warlock in there makes sense. The animal, the cutesy animals, and makes sense. There's nothing. You have the Baron, the 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 Meister, the you know the Meister Burger, Bur- Burger Meister, Meister Burger, Meister Meister Burger, Meister. Burger, Meister blah, blah, blah. I would like yeah, to like buy a Burger Meister. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it, this is this is really some some really strange some really strange shit. But again, I think that's the appeal as part of the appeal, at least for some people, of Rankin Bass is that it, it, it's so memorable. <laughs> It, it's it it helped a little bit in a way like I'm watching this movie because like there's just there's just some things that I'm like this is so strange but mm-hmm. it, it made it more entertaining and again it's maybe it's a weird like hipster irony sort of thing where it's like oh it's you know not meant to be funny but it's funny but like it's it's still like it, it I guess it doesn't matter because you're still you're still enjoying yourself yeah yeah true um, but that was the thing, that was the one thing I think with Rudolph, but like, it's just funny cause that one became the popular one and obviously we didn't even know what the fuck Cricket on the Hearth was. <laughs> so, but yet, oddly enough, they're both kind of as weird as each other. Yeah, um, they, would be, they actually would have been a great double feature pairing too. <laughs> just less, less random murder. <laughs> But like, yeah, that's why we got to do one of these Christmases. Cricket, Cricket on the Hearth as a special presentation, like because... officially add it to the to the two dudes canon. Because it's a it's in our hearts. 
but it's the, you know, we are we are men. We are men. Yeah. <laughs> so it would be in our hearts. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, I mean, any like I was thinking about like Santa has a castle. Uh, he does, you know, which cool, <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, it, but it is it is a strange special. It's got some memorable songs. It's to me, for me, it's definitely a fixture of the fixture of the season. You know, I think for me, I I I I'm not a traditional person. You know this about me. No, oh, I know this. This yeah, is why you, this episode is a great. Um... <laughs> you know this about me, like. I yeah. like I don't like Christmas comes around I'm like oh yeah that's right I got to buy shit for people. <laughs> like uh, and I still only purchased one thing. You're welcome, Joey. Um <laughs> I, I, You were I'm you were you were also confused you were, only one. Listen, so you were well first off like you said you, you answered your own question. Like it's uh it's so hard to buy things for us because we already buy the things we want. So when we find an opportunity we latch on to it so you're like oh you know what i still haven't gotten beauty and the beast on 4k and i'm like really <laughs> oh that's uh unfortunate uh, <laughs> unless you were like playing me and you were like hey you know <laughs> for the piece no, of work no i I, sure. I you would not do that but it'd be funny if like at one point you were like i'm gonna do it <laughs> um but no, I'm not. Yeah, so I don't really like immediately start watching Christmassy things. Like that's why I was always. That's why because like I was always curious what it would be like to watch a Chris like a like a full on Christmas movie in like springtime. Mm. <laughs> I think I've tried it and I just got bored. <laughs> yeah, or or even like cause sometimes obviously you know movies will come out in, in theaters for Christmas. I know, I know, I've done this, but like a movie will come out um, Christmas time. And uh, then it'll get like a home release later in the year, like in like January, February, which obviously sometimes there's still snow, so maybe you could still be in that mindset. So like I'm like I can guarantee you I watched like how the Grinch like the the Jim Carrey Grinch movie when that came out on DVD because like why not you know I own it I'm gonna watch it now. Um, yeah. Or even like uh, I may have even watched Krampus before Christmas because I think maybe the disc. The, the new 4K disc came out, or even, like, the initial, like, Blu-ray when I bought it came out, like, before Christmas. I don't remember. Yeah. But, um... So I know I've done it, but, like... I don't know. Like, I... Like... Christmas movies also just don't do it as much for me as maybe they do for other people. Like, it really... I think what really puts me in the in the mood for the holidays is when, like... When it is Christmas Day, and, like, someone's opening a gift that I got for them. And then right. I and then I see and then I see the reaction, good or bad, funny or exciting, whatever it may be, and that's that's what puts me in the mood. That's when I'm like, okay, now it's Christmas. Yeah, right, right. So I don't know. It's 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 a weird time of year for me. I mean, as it is for most people, but you know, yeah, it should be like. Look, there was times when I was younger, I'd always try to find things that would be like, oh. I know this isn't really talking about Rudolph anymore. <laughs> I would try to find things um, like uh, you know snow falling a certain way that kind of calmed me because there's nothing you couldn't hear anything because all it was is snow and you're just like kind of peaceful outside like stuff like that would kind of put me in the mood when I was younger or like I would try to watch Christmas movies but it just nothing really like clicked you know um, 
don't know. It's weird. I I don't think of I don't think of myself as Scrooge like. I don't hate Christmas. Um, I do like getting things for people, but I don't like having to wait for a specific day to do it. I just do it right. whenever I want. So like, <laughs> like I'll just be like, oh, I'm gonna get this for Joey. Why not? Mm. I don't have to wait yep. for Christmas. I don't want to wait for his birthday. Though I feel like I would be more obliged for people's birthdays than I do for Christmas. On that same note, right. So yeah, like yeah. like we're at Disney and Joey's birthday. I'm like fuck. I gotta buy him something while we're here. Yeah. And I I have done that twice now. <laughs> you have yes. Um. Yeah. No. I I, do, I totally get your mean. I don't think you're a Scrooge either. It's just like <laughs> as you said. Like for for a lot of people, it is a rough it is a rough time of year. It's you know? super um, rough. Yeah. For sure. Um. You th- and you know especially somebody like me. You think about the people you've lost over the years, and you know how many Christmases you've missed without those, some of those people. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and again, but that's also goes back to going back to Rudolph. That's why I am attached to some of these specials, like the Santa Claus is coming to town, Rudolph, the red nosed reindeer miracle on 34th street, Grinch. And, uh, we're going to take a brief intermission. We come back <laughs> to talk about another one of the big fixtures of the holiday season. Stay tuned. I wish it was Christmas day to day, but every single day that I'm away.
back! Welcome back to Two Dudes One Double Feature. <laughs> see, I can see your eyes now, so I can see the look. That was for you, Richard. Thank you. <laughs> uh, welcome back to the show, everyone. You know, maybe that'll be better. I won't be going. Ah, it's more like happy birthday. <laughs> No money! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, this whole episode is fun. <laughs> All the silly voices that we can do. <laughs> what do you mean that's the voice he went with? What? Uh, <laughs> Hermie! <laughs> I am King Moonraiser. We are now going on to the next episode. This week's episode, we talked about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Now, I am an evil magician. <laughs> Us evil magicians, magicians have to get work, too. Have to make a living, too. Listen, you ever heard of the Evil Magicians Union? We have to yes. get work. Yes, I'm Santa Claus. We are going to talk about our friend... Frosty, because he's made of winter snow. And as you know, winter snow comes back unless you have global warning, which tough to be you. Solidarity. No Solidarity. Oh, oh my god. And there we have it, folks. This is the shortest half of any Two Dudes episode. because And all... we're done. <laughs> Bye! <laughs> Bye! Frosty, no. the snowman. I'm not Jimmy Durante. With a big, big nose and a top hat. I am not good at rhyming. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to do Bob Dylan for some reason. Frosty, the snowman. <laughs> Was a jolly, happy soul. They thought Frosty smoked marijuana and shot his mama. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, listen here. There was that, uh, that Frosty the Snowman guy. He, uh... Oh, he did <laughs> the snow job, that Frosty. <laughs> oh, there you go, Mr. Colonel Tom Parker. Just know what he's... Just going crazy over there, Frosty the Snowman. Oh, <laughs> oh no. We're just good friends, Frosty and I. <laughs> what a big fans of Frosty, too. Uh, Frosty the Snowman uh, Anyway Is, is a very short compare, Especially compared to Rudolph It's it's half the length of Rudolph It's It's third, It's like half an hour Yeah It's so It's like It's a breeze It's a breeze It goes it, in and out it, it's, it's it's here It's there And that's it that's They all stretch you one song out To 25 minutes uh, Good old Frosty the Snowman Do you have the same nostalgia for this that you do for Rudolph, or is it more or less? They're about the same. I think I pr- I prefer Rudolph, but I also I, I qu- we quote Frosty all the time here, like we like with the tr- the train ticket guy, no money, no ticket, <laughs> or you know, busy, busy, busy. Happy so what you're saying birthday. is Tom <laughs> Tom Hanks should have been the conductor in this movie as well. <laughs> No ticket, please. (laughs) (laughs) But it's definitely interesting, like watching this, like right up next to Rudolph, like this, because 
you really start to see what what sets Rudolph apart from Frosty in some you know in many respects. I think the biggest one for me is that there's only one song in Frosty, and you you, you it's just mm-hmm. they play the different parts of the song throughout this throughout the special. You know, when you listen to the song, it's like two three minutes. You know, when you're listening like whatever, but you're watching the thing, it's like. 10 minutes later running here and there all around you know like it, it's like it, it it segments it uh and stretches it out whereas rudolph it has a bunch of songs and even if they add a lot of shit there's a lot of weird shit in rudolph as we as we made clear in the first half so it makes it kind of fun in that way this though it's just like you know what i was surprised about with this mm. because again i'm just basing the solid cricket on the hearth yes but like because that's also a 2d animated uh thing versus uh stop motion which is what i think people mostly think about with rankin best yeah um but uh i was i i remembered oh yeah frosty was like a 2d animated thing it wasn't um stop motion and yet for some and somehow and 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 you were like well it's probably because you know they had more money or they probably just could do better at that point but it's like it did like have better animation than Cricket on the Hearth did. Yep. There was definitely some similarities. There was definitely aspects where you're like, yeah, this you can clearly tell this is made by the same people, but it just was it was smoother. It was more um, it was more well put together. Um, maybe they had uh, just a better process they were working with for that one, right? I, I don't know, but it just it came together better than than maybe Cricket on the Hearth did. Yeah. Oh, but also because Cricket on the Hearth was for like that Danny Thomas like sh- like yeah. show or something. Yeah. Right? So yeah. yeah. So it maybe was like you know that was like a di- again a different different kind of situation. Like maybe there was like a deadline or something. Like you got to get this done for Danny Thomas or else he's gonna freak out. Right. Yeah. You don't want to upset Danny Thomas. No, don't don't upset Danny Thomas. No, not a good idea. <laughs> no, don't do it. Um, but no, but that that is actually a really good point. Um, like the the animation is definitely like very much more much more fluid than I'm accustomed to with like especially like a like a Christmas special, you know, mm-hmm. kind of things. So like the production value is, is is pretty decent. Um, and there's some really good shots. Like I think one of my the most beautiful shots in this thing is when Frosty is melted in the greenhouse, and you see like the hat. And the puddle is like reflect, like this puddle is shimmering. You see Karen, the main character, crying. Uh, I think it was a really nice shot. Though I would argue Karen's crying because she's she's in the North Pole and she ain't got no pants on. That's true too. Listen, listen. That was my biggest takeaway from this entire thing. This little kid who's already got to deal with a lot because her name's Karen. <laughs> Though hopefully she didn't grow up into her name. <laughs> This is hopefully she worked against what her name means. But um, at the same time, like, you got all these kids, right? So just just kind of a brief sort of setup for this, because, again, this is a very brief thing. But, like, these kids, uh, you know, are at school, and there's a magician who's evil, who isn't very good at his job, and <laughs> um, his hat happens to actually be magic, and it flies out the window, and these kids are building a snowman. Uh, what was crazy, too, is, like, the snowman's, like, like an accurate snowman. Like, like, like it has legs. It has arms. It's not, like, three balls. It's just a well-structured snowman. They put the hat on it. It comes to life. Oh! And um, all these kids are outside, uh, they're all properly dressed, but then there's this one kid, little Karen, no pants, 
And I'm like, what parent? Probably Donner. But what parent is that dumb? Just be like, oh, she ain't got no pants on, but that's okay. She's got a big coat. <laughs> big coat's fine. Yep. She doesn't need pants. Pants? What? Girls don't wear pants. Mm. Yeah. Stop it, parents. Every kid should wear pants in the winter. And then I brought this up too at work because someone, because like I post these on Letterbox and, and <laughs> whenever we watch them, and someone was like, like I just like, there's a kid that wasn't wearing pants the whole time. And then, and then one person was like, well, where's she from? Because if she's from Montana, you know, we're built different, us from Montana. I'm like, you're not even from Montana. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know where that even came from. But, but, but actually, it, it makes me think of a meme somebody posted where it was like, um, it was like, uh, there's always that one guy wearing shorts in the winter, and somebody corrected it that one white guy. It's always a white guy. <laughs> and this yes! is a spoiler because that is me. Um, uh, there are times <laughs> where I wear shorts and it's cold, but I, I'm like, I, I hate I, wearing pants. I, <laughs> but I will say, I I did go outside today briefly, but I went outside today because we were taking our couches down to get taken away by the, the garbage man because we're getting new couches. Mm -hmm. And uh, when we got them down there, um, we put the cushions on them and then my dad and I just sat there for a second because we were just tired. Yeah. <laughs> So I was outside in shorts today. I will say that. Yeah, that's different. But that's a little different. That's a little different. We just needed to chill for a second. Yeah. Um. But no, like, it's like it's like there's snow everywhere. It's cold, and I'm like, this kid ain't got no pants on. <laughs> this poor child is out there in the cold, no pants. And I couldn't tell. Uh, every. Uh, uh, I, the whole time, I'm like, can someone put some stinking slacks on this kid? Yeah. <laughs> a pair of trousers, anything. Santa, listen, you're in the North Pole. Mm -hmm. You could just say, hey, Santa, pants? But he, even <laughs> before they get to the North Pole, they go to the ice car on the train. Yeah, they're in the caboose with the, with the ice cream, and she's dying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this kid needs pants! Not that that would make it better in the in the, in the caboose situation, but still, yeah, it, it's it's like the it's, ugh. but uh, but I'll say like at least at least Frosty was concerned about her on some level. I mean, he was just born, you know. <laughs> he was no no no. He was born a nice guy. <laughs> oh, you, you took <laughs> such an issue with this, and I just looked at it, it was just like a funny line. And you're like, oh, look at this turd. Like that that is a that is a red flag. <laughs> when anyone has to announce that they are a nice person, that's when I'm like, oh, hold on a second. <laughs> why are you why are you having to say this? What is going on? I was just born. <laughs> and he already knew? What? <laughs> He thought it was. I don't know. Whatever. It, it, the, the like that's where I'm like, oh yeah, this is this is gonna be an interesting trip with this movie. I will say, Frosty didn't do anything that was inherently problematic. It's just that one line. I'm like, that's a little bit iffy. To he me. at least yeah, he at least proves that he is a nice guy. Like he 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 proved it. He redeemed. I'll give him that. He redeemed himself and actually showed it. But, you know, 
show don't tell frosty that's all i'm saying yeah. <laughs> i'll yeah. give you that but in real life <laughs> not a cartoon if someone came up to me and said i'm a nice guy like they were saying they're a nice guy i'd be like that's not that no <laughs> i don't believe you <laughs> um but as far as that's concerned i don't think there's really much that's like interesting about this movie to, re- to really go over i think some of the care like i like hinkle the magician you know, he's <laughs> the the evil, the magician, evil magician, he, the self-proclaimed evil magician. See, in his, his case, like if he somebody says evil, you might want to believe him. <laughs> I, I believe every word he's saying. <laughs> though, though, there is part of me that's like, is he trying too hard? Maybe. <laughs> like, but I'm evil. I promise. It's like what's what's that mega mind or whatever? Yeah, is that like isn't he like really shitty at being bad or something? something. It's been a while it's since like, I've or seen maybe. That movie. Yeah, I know Gifford watched it recently. He really liked it. And he told us we got to do it for an episode. Uh, yeah, that that I can see yeah. that being a good, interesting episode. Um, Despicable Mega Mind. Despicable Mega Mind. Um, yeah, it's it's very like uh, Paul Freeze doing like overtime with so many voices because he is the traffic cop. He is the <laughs> no money, <laughs> and, and he's Santa. Yes. That's, I will, like, I've, I, I, I didn't realize, like, this is probably the first Christmas in a long time where I've actually watched so many things that have Santa in it. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas most Christmases I don't. No. Because, like, I watched this, I watched Rudolph, I watched, uh, uh, Polar Express, mm. um, uh, Tom Hanks was Santa in that, too. <laughs> right, that's true. He was very, he was a very thin Santa, too, speaking of that, and I'm like, the wife didn't care this time. <laughs> <laughs> the wife didn't like try to stuff him up. She realized she went too far the last time. <laughs> she was like, "I'm so sorry. I should, I should, I should just let you be happy with your body." I, I like, I like Santa in this because like Santa's nice, but he's also like, I love a like, or else I will. Y- you need to write that you're sorry a hundred zillion times. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> that is insane. <laughs> Which still makes I'm sorry. him I'm still sorry. makes him better than the Rudolph Santa. Yes, holy shit! <laughs> no, what was worse is like with the Rudolph Santas. The Rudolph Santa, like he seems okay, but then like he turns into an ass, like like not even halfway through, and he just like hates the elves singing, like the elves who are like he. Listen, that Santa is not pro union. <laughs> no question in my mind. He 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 is definitely like. No, he's like you guys don't get benefits. Well, he's like you're living here. He's like Walt Disney, where he's just like, am I not doing enough for you guys already? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Aren't you, are, don't, don't you love our facilities here? It's so great. It's so nice. <laughs> and then the guy who makes so nice. goofy tries to beat you up. <laughs> <laughs> I was the, I had one joke, but I'm not gonna tell. Po- point being, That's we just... need we needed an Art Babbitt to beat up Santa at one point. <laughs> It's so funny because, like, the first of these things we talk about on the show is an entire thing about Santa. <laughs> and yet, that's probably, like, the better of the Santas. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then we have this Santa. Like, the, the Frosty Santa's cool, but then, like, we have this Santa, like, Rudolph's piece of shit. Hmm. <laughs> uh, but you know what? At least they're not Tim Allen. <laughs> no. No. And also, not, the, the, but the funny thing is that there was a Santa that won an Oscar. 
Which Santa was that? Miracle on 34. Well, Miracle on 30. If you th- view him as Santa. Miracle on 34th Street. Edmund Gwen oh. won Best Supporting Actor in that movie. Uh, he makes me cry every time I see that movie. And he's speaking with the, the little the little girl who doesn't speak English. And, he's, and he sings with her. And I'm just like, I'm about to cry now. It's... Ugh. Is that your favorite movie, Santa? Yes. Is that one? Yes. Yeah. If it, if yeah, yeah, it's because like I'm hard pressed to even tell you what I think my favorite movie Santa is. Maybe Ed Asner in Elf because I think he's kind of fun. What would you say, Klaus? That's I mean, Klaus is pretty good. Um, I'd have to know, watch it again. I mean, I, 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 I do. Really, I I know you're a big. Fan I loved of it. When, yeah, yeah. I I loved it when I watched. You know what? Speaking of Klaus, there's a comic called Klaus, and I like that version of Santa a lot. But that's not a movie. Right. Um, but I do like I do like that version. But uh, I, don't know, I watched it. I only really watched it twice. But I liked it a lot when I watched those times. But I don't remember it as much because I haven't watched it in a while. Mm. So I feel like I have to watch it again. But um, I do like it. I like Ed Asner because it's just Ed Asner. Yeah, he, he yeah he's he's good at that. Like he's like he doesn't he's not doing much. I like I like that. Um, he he just comes off as like a friendly grandpa. Yeah. Like, you know, like, they're trying to help him build the sleigh. I know we're going off on a tangent now, but, like, he's trying to, like, get the sleigh fixed. And then he's like, uh, Michael, could you help your your brother uh, with my sleigh real quick here? Open up this hatch. He's like, what did you want for Christmas? Uh, a skateboard. Not just a skateboard. A real huffboard. <laughs> Actually, it's funny because I think uh, this week... Steph and Jill on their podcast are going to talk about the original Miracle on 34th Street. Um, oh, sh- well, shout out to Double Rewind. Yes. Go check out their podcast for sure. Um, I'm excited um, to listen to their thoughts on that. Because, um, again, that's a that's a movie I, I, I love watching. Um, and I I, own, I specifically went out, sought out to get the Blu-ray. Especially when I got the Blu-ray, I think it was around the time Disney was about to buy Fox. Or like it was like when it was about oh. to happen, and some of those Fox titles are hard to get on Blu-ray, especially probably especially now. Yeah, maybe. Um, so is it out of print? The Blu-ray uh, that one, or? I'm not sure, but I know so, like Ghost of Mrs. Muir. When I got that on Blu-ray, finally, like a year ago, I had to pay like a little more than thirty bucks for the Blu-ray, and it's not like it was like an ex- it's not like it was like an insane special edition or anything like that. It's like the basic Blu-ray. You know, right? Um, but yeah. Um, so yeah, this movie. Uh, sh- long story short, like I, I really enjoy <laughs> this one, but it's this this special, but it's not. Um, yeah. What do you feel about it this time around? I guess like like what what like and did you still have that nostalgia? Oh yeah, I still it? had the nostalgia because I like the songs, I like the little sequences. Um, you know, but but were the rose colored glasses a bit foggier this time? Maybe I guess. Um, but again, like watching it right after Rudolph, which is such a like, whoa kind of thing. Like, don't you mean whoa? <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it, it's like it's like it's like uh, when you're Yukon Cornelius and you you think you've struck gold and you find like dirt. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We didn't mention it, but I like every time he licks his pickaxes. Oh no, peppermint! But I, you know, I love where he's just like, "Oh, looking for silver," and they're like, "I thought you were looking for gold." I changed my mind. My mind. <laughs> or um, or 
the other line that I forgot to mention too is is when he's like, "This is fog. This fog is as thick as peanut butter." Don't you mean pea soup? You eat what you like, and I eat what I like. <laughs> <laughs> no, what the, what we need is a separate thing of just Yukon and Hermie before, because obviously Rudolph left, mm-hmm. and then years later they found him. They found each other again. So I want to see what happened in that time period. So yes. where where are the lost chapters of Rudolph's Red Nose Reindeer? I need that made. I need, I'd like to see it, please. They're also pretty hard, uh, hardcore because, like, like they take on a bumble. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like Yukon w- went over a fucking cliff with a giant yeti. <laughs> He totally did, <laughs> and, he, and then he took all. And then the, the Yeti got all his teeth ripped out. Yeah, that that's pretty cruel. That that was like that, that, was, fu- up. that was that was fucked up. <laughs> like, oh shit! That's why I'm. That glad. was funny. You were like, you were like this. You're like, wait for this, wait for this, and I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you but you know what I'm you know what I'm thinking is, is if if they ever redid Frosty, yeah, make it. Cause like I I just cause again I just watched Polar Express like make it like a high octane like holy shit we got like we gotta get Frosty to the North Pole he's gonna die. It's got to be Mad Max Fury Road but with Frosty. <laughs> yes, yes. George Miller presents. See, oh my God. Okay, here's my pitch. Okay. So we brought we brought up the fact that there was that fake Frosty movie uh, that Warner Brothers was trying to like. Uh, d- deflect like actual news that people were pissed off about. So they're like, a Frosty the Snowman movie with Jason Momoa is coming out. Jason Momoa is like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> but, but imagine this. This is a pitch. Warner Brothers. You suck right now, but listen anyway. Um, <laughs> Frosty the Snowman with Jason Momoa. But we get George Miller to direct it. And it's literally all set on a train. <laughs> trying to get Frosty to the North Pole, but there's like heat demons trying to melt him. Oh there's like the like the fucking devil could show up. Like <laughs> Dude, you know, you actually, you know what you need to watch at some point if you ever get the Criterion Channel is uh is the story of Bethlehem, and it's like it's the nativity story, but like okay, so you got the three wise men, right? They're trying to journey to see Jesus. There is a fucking legion of demons that goes after them and are trying to make sure that they don't make it. And it's done like with like ever shown you clips of like Prince Ahmed. Like it's like the show like the shot like the silhouette puppets. Maybe? It's like the silhouette puppets, basically. Um Yeah, no, and, yeah, yeah. But imagine yeah. a movie with beautiful, gorgeous color backgrounds and then like these stark black puppets. Base, like stark black like 2D puppets that are like moving around and a lot of them are fucking mm-hmm. demons. It's uh, amazing we gotta watch it it's it's like 20 minutes but it's so it's 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 um i watched it um a while ago actually that is one christmas thing i did watch outside of the season but that was because um on criterion channel they had a whole thing with lotta reiniger who's the the filmmaker who made adventures of prince ahmed oh so you're like i want to i want to watch i want to watch some more more stuff by her because uh, it, yeah. it's always one of those things where people ask, like, "What's your favorite film directed directed by a woman?" And I'm, my answer is always "The Adventures of Prince Ahmed." And your answer is Point, Point Break. Break. <laughs> I love Point Break. Catherine that Bigelow. Should, that should just be a double feature: "The Adventures of Point Break." <laughs> <laughs> the Adventures of Point Break. You know what? Just, if I could get Point Break on the show in any way, just so I can 
uh, quote lines like, you're a real blue flame special, aren't you, son? (laughs) (laughs) Or like, Utah, give it two. (laughs) Love, love. Um, I might end up watching it after this. But, okay. George Miller. Frosty. George Miller directing Frosty with Jason Momoa as Frosty. We get a You know what? You could also, if you don't get George Miller, another good, even though he kind of already did it, Bong Joon-ho, Snowpiercer action. Yeah. <laughs> we get Chris Evans back <laughs> as Frosty. And literally the whole thing is just, like, actually, I, I'm pretty sure Bong Joon-ho could probably figure out, like, a like a class relation story <laughs> with Frosty. <laughs> just, like, all these other snowmen are happily... <laughs> at the at the front of the train, just like, oh, this cold breeze is wonderful. And then Frosty's stuck in the back by the boiler, like with a foot fans. Like I'm trying, man. We really need is 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 Idris Elba as Santa. Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> but because but because uh this this needs to happen. Okay. We need it to connect to to Rudolph, though. Okay. Well, hold on. I, I got to pitch one more thing. Okay, one more thing. Go for it. One more thing. If we go with the George Miller version, yes. Imagine Santa Claus, but as a Morton Joe. I was. I, I was. I knew you were going to bring that up. That'd be pretty cool <laughs> like, too. Like, like, like it already is Santa-like in a way. Yeah. It's Demon Santa. <laughs> Mediocre. You get call. <laughs> What we really okay, need, but... though, to connect it to Rudolph, we need King Moonraiser, all right, as played Liam Neeson comes Lee- back. Neeson. <laughs> yes! Do not cite the rituals of the Misfit Islands, which I was there when they were written. <laughs> or it'd be really oh funny God. if he tried to do the King Moonraiser. I am King Moonraiser. Listen, plot twist. Plot twist. Are you ready for this? Right. We're connecting this to Rudolph. So Frosty... Uh, if we're doing the Bong Juno version, he's going through the train. Yeah. He gets to the front of the train. What does he find? It's powered by just Rudolph <laughs> on a fucking treadmill, and that's why the front of the train has a red light. <laughs> so, but, and but, yes, but also and we're like, oh no, Rudolph! <laughs> but what also happens is that they're trying to get a first class ticket, and the ticket guy goes, "No money." <laughs> But it's also Tom Hanks. It's also Tom Hanks. You know, like, oh, nobody. But wait, wait. The ultimate casting decision. We need Hinkle the magician. So to play this juicy part, if get, I, I was, I think I know. What you're, okay, we are going it, to get it. Joey Pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Joey Pants. Coming back! Hell yeah! He's returned. <laughs> Listen, it could it could work. It could work. Like, what else? But could, could, yeah. like, could you imagine how intense it would be? Like the whole time you're like, Frosty can't melt, or he's dead. Mm-hmm. Like I would be on the edge of my seat. Yes. <laughs> Ethan Hunt, can you save Frosty? I don't know, man, but I want to see you try. And then there's Anya Taylor-Joy playing the role of Karen. (laughs) 
No pants! But it makes sense because the train is fucking hot. She's got no... They don't even have pants in the <laughs> on the train, so she can't even get pants. Only the wealthy get pants. Yes. If they want. Uh, but, but they also don't need pants because they're, they're rich-ass snowmen. <laughs> they're all rich-ass snowmen, and they're all white. And then all the snowmen in the other part of the train are like splotches of green. Oh, no. <laughs> like... Why? <laughs> you, you were Leave son. these snowmen alone! <laughs> oh my gosh. But then, who saves the day? Yukon Cornelius. <laughs> As played by Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> 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 and he's got his prosthetic nose from the Furiosa trailer. <laughs> yes. Oh... Yes. This, there's going to be a lot of yelling in this part. A lot. Um, <laughs> but these are a couple... I'm like, You know, we've kind of talked about a couple of Rankin... And there's definitely other ones I want to talk about. Like, I, I mentioned Mad Monster Party. Um, and obviously Cricket on the Hearth that we got to officially talk about at some point. Oh my god, the Cricket shows up in this. <laughs> Tom Hiddleston. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> George Miller, pay attention. <laughs> no, it's it. You know how um, Peter Jackson and Steven Spielberg were gonna do like Tin Tin movies. George Miller teams up with Bong Juno, and they. <laughs> it's it's the greatest collaboration of Christmas movies ever. Yes. Oh my gosh! Sign me up. Uh, but going back to the the topic at hand, before we completely derailed this Polar Express, <laughs> we've already done it. We've done it many times. Um, <sighs> Yeah, these uh, again. These are these are very, these are fixtures of the season for a reason because I played every year. You watch them as kids, but I also think there's there's like genuine craft going on here. Maybe, even if it's not necessarily the story, um, like in the case of Frosty, I think the animation is pretty solid. And then Rudolph, as I said in the first half, like the, the that Rankin Bass stop motion aesthetic is so beautiful. And, um, again, just that physical nature is seeing these, these things that are essentially like, I don't want to simple, but they're like toys that are literally coming to life in front of you. Yeah. It's not like it's yeah. a compute. It's, these are things that are fra moved frame by frame and they're just, they're moving, you know? And I just think that's such a cool, you know, thing. I mean, without a doubt, like we've talked about other stop motion things on here as well on our show. And I'm always like so excited to talk about them just because like there's there is something to be said about that style about that animation you know especially the way it's evolved over time with different studios and how you know other people have adapted to it it, it obviously we don't see a lot of them but it also takes a long time to do it right but it there's just something really special about like a handmade puppet that's come to life yeah and an environment that is all handmade, like everything on that. Like it was what, you know, what's actually kind of cool. Speaking of that, mm. um, elf had like a, I don't know if you remember, but El the, to relate, like extend to elf or whatever, but like they did a Christmas special with buddy, the elf and it was in stop motion animation. And there's like a, um, Christmas museum type thing. That's like in my area, I think, or it's was there, is there, I don't know. Um, but we went there one year and they had all this memorabilia from different movies. Like they had, 
the Grinch's suit from the Jim Carrey movie. They had the slide from A Christmas Story. They had the RV from Christmas Vacation. Um, and they had like the sets that they used for that Buddy the Elf special. That were actually right next to Will Ferrell's outfit oh, from wow. the movie. So and so it was kind of a nice peek into how they did that special and how they put that together. And so it would have been kind of cool if maybe like they were able to like acquire some of the Rankin Bass stuff, but I imagine that's probably like too like, <sighs> well, like high profile and it's probably like in some sort of special museum in a crate somewhere. I know for the puppets only two of them like survived, basically. That I, makes don't, sense. I don't know which yeah. ones, but like I know like a lot of that stuff is just gone. Um but which makes it which makes it uh, to me that much more special and it's it's always it's always a treat um to see the rankin bass like stop motion stuff like i just i think it's so unique you know we talked about like fucking king moonraiser here the wood the fucking winter warlock in uh santa claus is coming to town you know it, it, and then of course you haven't seen mad monster party but there's just it's it's a lot there's uh, one day yeah, I I, I it's, think it's, it's on the list. I th- I think it's but what's also interesting about it is that it's it's a significantly longer thing. It's like an hour and a half movie. Oh, it's not like a All it's right. not a special. So uh, that should that would be interesting. <clears throat> should, uh, hopefully, it's a good time. Yeah, I'm, I'm I I have more love for Halloween anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but. Uh, folk with that, with that said, folks, what is your favorite like comfort? Folk, folk, the one person, folk, folks, whoever you are, whoever, whatever. Uh, what is your favorite like comfort Christmas movie or Christmas tradition that you do? Um, you know, anything else you want to bring up? Nah, no, it's okay. Uh, no, uh, I, just, I, just, I, at the end of the day, you know, I just hope that. You know, everyone's having a safe, good Christmas. I almost said Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> Just a good holiday season. Yeah. I know it's rough. I know it's hard. I know there's a lot on the plate, and there's probably a lot of stress, but hopefully you're able to get through it, and hopefully you can have some moments with your relatives and or your, your friends or however you're celebrating. Just having a good time. Yeah. However you're spending mm. the holiday season, or if you celebrate the holidays, we hope it's safe and you're having a good time. Um, you know, yeah. And uh, and, if, and if and if watching the Rankin-Bass specials is one of those things, hey, more power to you. Hope you're having a good time with that, too. Absolutely. And on that note, we're going to wrap it up for the final 2023 Two Dudes episode. Check us Ooh. out in 2024. Have a good night, everyone. And don't forget Warner Brothers Week. The Jason Moa Frosty movie could happen in this way. Just listen to this whole pitch. It's legit. Good night, everyone. Thank you all for listening to Two Dudes, One Double Feature. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Special shout-out, as always, to John and Kenny Armstrong. Thank you guys for everything you do. We love you both so much. And of course, stay tuned for a brand new episode of Two Dudes, One Double Feature. Tough to be you!